Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 216 of the No Podcast. We are No Outside Food or Drink, the Southeast premier video game, NFL, and anime podcast. <laughs> we're, we're all of those things now. Very eclectic. <laughs> Tonight, Infamous and Sly Cooper are off the radar. Atari 50th collection announced. You complained it worked. No more 360 lames with gold. I put that bit in there. Lollipop Chainsaw Remake revs up. Release dates. God of War and Valkyrie Profile. And Super Nintendo Entertainment System Manual Archiving? Question mark. What is that? Find out later in the show. I am Richard Bergman. Joined tonight by VTuber Brandt. <laughs> Contributing yeah. in a limited capacity to news this week. Very limited, but you, you yeah, did you, throw some good stuff in there. You built the news like before I could even blink. I had some free time where I could not look at the two screens that I had been looking at for hours before that. And I needed a slight break, so I chose a smaller screen to glance at for a minimal amount of time. Not not a whole lot of amount of time, just very minimal. Very minimal. And uh, Page Master himself, Cesar Concepcion II. I'm here. Uh, Christopher Loy has taught me everything he knows. Oh, that's all that that's all we could ever ask for. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you see how it helped out Jack Nicholson in The Cuckoo's Nest. That went well for him, the Christopher Lloyd lessons. God, that was an ensemble cast. Brandon, have you seen Cuckoo's Nest? Yes. Okay. That's a classic. That's an all-time favorite of mine. All right, let's get into this news. Much to the chagrin of, I guess, everybody on this podcast. <laughs> I think I, I mentioned say... it last week when I said rumors abound about certain things and then publishers come out and say nope yeah we ain't doing that yeah ended up being quite the opposite uh according to jordan gerblick at gamesradar.com no sly cooper or infamous games in development or planned uh, sucker punch confirms so this actually does not come from the reporter at games radar it is uh he's just reporting on something that sucker punch themselves mentioned in an update shared to Sucker Punch's official website, the studio reveals some bad news for fans of Infamous and Sly Cooper, of which there are none on this podcast. Not only are there no plans for new games in those series, just like Garbage on this games. podcast, <laughs> but there aren't any other studios working on them either. Sucker Punch says it'll never say never when it comes to reviving those franchises, but for now, it seems the studio is focused solely on one big project. We know many people still play these games even today, so we'll be performing maintenance on Infamous 2 UGC servers soon to move them to a new home that will keep them up and running a bit longer, Sucker Punch said. We will eventually need to sunset these, but want to keep them running for as long as possible for players who are still active. <laughs> Sucker Punch communications manager Andrew Goldfarb. <laughs> There's a Joe name Goldfarb. for you. Yep. Also Add- a noted uh, Persona 5 fan who's probably going to complete 100% of every game that comes out of that version. And Pokemon Go fan. Didn't he fly to Japan to get some kind of limited release Pokemon Go? Yeah, there's one in Japan, there's <laughs> one in Australia, and I think there's like one near Russia. There's one in like certain regions around the world. I think he ended up getting all of them, but I think he traded for yeah. the ones. He only went to Japan for one of them, but I think he traded somebody else with the extras he got from Japan, I think if I remember correctly. And I'll give this to him. That that IGN PlayStation podcast back in the day, the podcast Beyond with Colin and Greg Miller and... Goldfarb and what Tim Geddes was on there. Mm-hmm. Them alongside Giant Bomb like got me into well, Cesar introduced me to both of them to be honest but got me into like consuming this content driving into work and that's when I like 
got on the podcast wagon. I know it's well after they were, they're still readily available on pods per se, but that's when I really dove into um, video game podcast stuff. You just, you just described like half the plot of back to the future two. You just hit your head on the sink and then the idea of the <laughs> plus capacitor just came to mind. Essentially, but it was just yeah. in the form of Andrew Goldfarb, who is now Sucker Punch Communications Manager. That works, too. Uh, he says, here's an honest update on where things currently stand with Sly and Infamous, which hopefully puts some misleading rumors to bed. We're working on keeping the UGC servers up as long as possible and releasing Second Sun's Cold Legacy DLC missions for all. So that is a cool little side piece that there is some DLC coming to to everyone. Um, as Brant mentioned, there had been some rumors. Uh, the company starts off the written update by mentioning Rocket, Robot on Wheels, Sly Cooper, Infamous, and most recently Ghost of Tsushima, and then goes on to confirm with specific specificity, specificity, specificity. There we go. Specificity. Specificity. What are we going with there? Specificity. Uh, the two of those series aren't in active development, so unless the studio's next big reveal is a sequel to Rocket Robot on Wheels, was not a bad game and looks amazing with that N64 upscaling stuff, <laughs> the AI, HDR, and everything. Uh, Ghost of Tsushima 2 would seem the most likely bet based on the process of elimination, says Jordan Gerblick of Games Radar. Um, I would at least hope, and I know we've gotten, aren't all the infamous games on that new PlayStation tier? Yes. Yeah. Streaming wise, at least. And there's no Sly games, correct? No. I think we've multiple times confirmed that over and over again. Okay. I think that uh, would be a people's disappointment. Yeah. I think that would be a safe bet for a future um, update is the Sly Cooper games. Yeah. They're on PS2. They were ported to PS3 and Vita. And I guess all four are available on PS3, aren't they? And Vita. And Vita. Yeah. But if Sony keeps that. PlayStation subscription service going. I'm, I, like you said, I wouldn't be surprised that they throw those in the PS2 emulator at some point. So. Right, and that's a big get to announce that for your new service that you've added the Sly Cooper games, right? That's not going to be a ho-hum. That's not us reading off the lames with gold when it's announced that <laughs> Sly Cooper games are back on current-gen platforms because we forget sometimes because all of us have moved on to PS five. I mean, we still have that native backwards compatibility with PS four stuff, but Mm -hmm. there's what 120 million PS fours out there that they have access to this exact same catalog that we all do outside of the returnals and, you know, the certain PS five, like demon souls, the PS five exclusives of which there are not many in that service. So there are plenty of people that will benefit from that upper tier on that, uh, PlayStation, it's not premium. It's premium and the one below that. Essential plus. There's plus even in there. It's premium and what was. Ah, fuck, man. This is why it's so annoying. I know. The tiers are just strange. God. It could have been bronze, silver, and gold. They could have it's, stuck it's, with their trophy it's tier. Essential, extra, and, and premium. Extra, yeah. There we and go. Premium. What does any of that mean, man? They are hitting me up. I know you guys already. Or Cesar was already good, and Brant did the conversion. Yeah. Anytime I go into there, like I clicked on it, like, what's in that library? They're like, Here's how you can upgrade, and they, it's like sixty-seven dollars for extra, one hundred and one, or something like that for the premium. They, it's right there; it's one click away, and I could click it and be and be into the premium for the next two years. Yeah, very odd that it's like right there, front and center. But they're pushing that product. Add the Sly Cooper games, you cowards! Is that the hill I'm gonna die on? Is Sly Cooper games? 
Yeah, I don't know, man. having multiple copies of all Sly Cooper games. That's an endless hill, man. It's always like, you know, once they add that, so be like, okay, but add this, you son of a bitch. You know? We need the PS2 Ratchet games. That Ratchet trilogy's not on there. That's that's also another one. Yeah, but there's a they bunch started of off ones strong. Are there. They started there. off strong. It's a huge library to begin with. So we'll see what they add to it. And the PS1, of course, we've all noted the PS1 catalog can be expounded upon. Yeah. Endlessly. Thousandfold. I mean, all we can do is, you know, everybody do their part, especially me and Brant, since we're already in the ecosystem, is just play those games that are on there. I mean, especially the ones you can't buy. I mean, if we show interest yeah. in those, and they'll, they'll bring more. If they, not a lot of people play, then there's no point in bringing it. So. Yep. Uh, next up, this comes from Andrew Webster at TheVerge.com. Atari is getting a massive historical game collection for its 50th anniversary. It had been teased by someone that they were working on something big alongside the Cowabunga collection. And this was unveiled to be um, their next big get. And did you guys watch the trailer for this? Did y'all see what all was involved in this? Yes, I hadn't. Okay, because I feel like we've been burned out on Atari collections probably for the past 30-ish years. I own many. We all do on across several platforms. Yeah. Yes. Um, this is done by Digital Eclipse, of course. They have all sorts of gaming history notes in here. There's interviews with developers. There's behind-the-scenes things. There's a timeline that you go down where you can play games along the timeline. We're getting Jaguar games. We're getting Lynx games. This isn't just the usual 2600 no collection. Right. They're going to give you Bubsy. Uh, what were the Jaguar <laughs> games I saw? Atari Karts was one of them, which already is like, okay, that's that legitimizes. I mean, where else can you play a Jaguar game these days? I don't know. I mean, I've, Outside I've, of Mr. The only game I played on Jaguar was Bubsy. I put a lot of hours into it. <laughs> <laughs> that was the only one I had. Uh, full disclaimer, I reached out to uh, Digital Eclipse studio head Mike Micah after this was announced and said, I'm super excited for this. I can't believe Atari Karts is available. And he said, yes, a lot of work put into it today. We announced it. The studio's resting today, but we're going to get back to it. So we do follow each other on Twitter. Um, if there's any sort of weird thing with influences or anything like that we're not sponsored by i wish we were <laughs> we're not sponsored by anybody oh god i'd work i'd work yeah. for digital eclipse so fast i'd drop everything i was doing and move to um north carolina anyways um this is going to be a hell of a collection uh this article notes atari 50 it's called atari 50 the anniversary collection will feature more than 90 games including six new titles inspired by the classics from consoles like 2600, Jaguar, and Lynx, along with archival photos, images, and even interviews. Um, they go on to the next whole bit is about how great Digital Eclipse is, and I certainly agree. Um, when it comes to emulation or bringing classics back or doing really any sort of remastering or reimagining, I don't know if there's anybody who does it better than Digital Eclipse. So they were always our first choice, Atari CEO Wade Rosen told Game Informer. So first off, this is... 100% going to be an awesome collection. Secondly, Atari has made a good decision after how many years of awful decisions? We've had the speaker hat. <laughs> we've had that shitty VCS thing. That, that's our you messed with it yours at all? Um, it's still sealed in the plastic around the box. So no. Exact same. <laughs> Mine is in the exact same condition. So after all these Atari missteps, like this is an actual representation of that legacy. I don't know if they're going to get the Activision stuff from the 2600. That's always a stickler to me. We're not going to get those awesome ports of Donkey Kong. Like, I'm sure the 7800 version of Donkey Kong that I love to play is not going to be on there. But this is going to be an awesome collection. And I think it's 30 bucks. It's either 30 or 40 
it's, which I think is I would pay you in my bed. I don't, yeah, I don't yeah. care if it costs 60 bucks. Huh? They're putting some amazing archival stuff in here. And Atari, as we've said, that name caused the crash. It got sold off. It was infogroms for all that time. And then it seems like they've slapped that Atari logo, you know, the that symbol on just about everything in our lifetimes. And that's all it's really been is, is a brand or uh, a neon sign in the new Blade Runner movie. You know what I mean? So this is this is an actual representation of its history in a great collection. Would be cool to see like some River Raid, of course. I'm always going to throw that out there. It would be cool to see the Alien vs. Predator game that everybody raves about on the Jaguar on there. Uh, it would be cool to see some weird Jaguar CD offshoot anything on there. Maybe Mist. Mist is seemingly getting licensed for a bunch of stuff. So we want Mist. I got real Mist on the Switch. I can stream that. It's boring <laughs> as fuck. We should all get on a stream and try to make it through Mist. I can't even make it by myself. A, what the fuck? I may have a guide for me. <laughs> so you're gonna be the guide. You're gonna be the Marcus Brody. Yeah. I speak a thousand languages. As we get as we get lost. Yeah. Are we still lost in Mist? Follow me. I know the way. <laughs> Go that way. <laughs> Indy. I oh, love me some Marcus Brody. <laughs> what a character. You gave the diary to Marcus? <laughs> he gets lost in his own museum. <laughs> He's a dozen languages. Oh, the, was the, it like three days head start? They were on this weekend, and I watched bits and pieces. You know, I just had them on in the background for July 4th, and they were on bits and pieces, and I thought Kingdom of the Crystal Skull was coming up, and they, oh, gosh. when Last Crusade ended, they went right back to Raiders. <laughs> I was like, okay, <laughs> they, they even know. They don't, they don't put it in there for the Indiana Jones marathon. They even know. All right, those are all your Atari games. Someone tell me about these Xbox lames with gold. Damn, you just pass off the shitty stuff to everybody else. They finally got tired. Everybody got tired of it, I guess. We literally bitched about this 48 hours ago. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, less than 24 hours ago, they started sending out emails and notifications to people. Did you have one with your name on it? Holy shit. They wanted you to stay, Richard. They're like, we, we heard what you said. Highway 81. Peace. <laughs> <laughs> Please We're keep getting subscribing. Rid of but uh, what is this? It's starting from October 2021. Uh, monthly Games with Gold uh, will and uh, Game Pass Ultimate will no longer... In, well, I guess not Game Pass Ultimate. Brant means the, 2022, uh, but yes, we have not really gotten decent titles since October 2021. <laughs> Brand, you had it right, buddy. We're, we're still here behind. Yeah, and they've been that garbage for the past. <laughs> I can't, I can't name off the, I can't name off my hand how many throughout this year that have been good. I'm trying to, I can't. Mm. Or, or they've been repeats. If they were good titles, yeah. which maybe that's we're not the audience for that, but they've been repeats. And they, they note in that I'm sure Brand's going to come to this, but they've. It, Almost they've, like the backwards compatibility stuff, they've run out of titles. And that's what they say, that we've reached our limit of availability to bring Xbox 360 games uh, to the catalog. However, Games with Gold will continue to include Xbox One titles uh, and exclusive savings each month. So this does make a sense. Okay, we're always looking at ways to evolve the Xbox experience based on community engagement, feedback, and shifting company priorities, they said. So... That essentially means we've converted everything to Game Pass. We're not going to yeah. be giving these games out in this service, which I would say that is the way better value. If you're only 
paying for Xbox Live Gold yeah. to get these titles versus your subscription fees for Game Pass Ultimate. <laughs> I think we would all say that's a no-brainer on that one. Um, I mean, I don't know. Did I didn't put it in here, and I mean, we might save it, but did y'all see the uh, Game Pass ads this uh, this month? Mm-mm. Oh my Not gosh, yet. is it good stuff? No. <laughs> Do you do you want me to go over it? Sure, let's shoot. It's going to be a week and a half before see. we record again. So, so uh, uh, July. Here we go. So basically, we're we're just getting the uh, Yakuza games back. Yes, two games that had already left. Yakuza Zero and uh, Kiwami. Kiwami and Kiwami Two. But that now means all the Yakuza games are available on Game Pass again, right? Yes. Yeah. Which is important. Continue, Brent. Um, <laughs> available today, Last Call, BBS. Um, it's That's a PC game. Is that the old uh, forum emulator type thing? Uh, so, sorry, you remember BBS? Uh, like AOL Online before... Is a retro computer full setup of puzzle I mean, games? Uh, I mean, it just. I mean, what was it? Fucking. Was it Net Zero or some shit like that? Was also another one. I had the free disc. Oh yeah, the like Juno and stuff. Juno, it was Juno, so Net Zero, is, and this AOL. is before that. BBS. Oh shit, it is Net Zero. Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah. And the blue no, light, I'm, the Kmart, Kmart discs. I, no, I. I I, I literally had like a 28.8 bond modem on that Packer Bell I had, and it was connecting to the internet. It took like, it was a 45 minute affair, like just logging into the space, and it was so slow, I didn't know what the fuck to do with it. And, I, and then I just logged off forever. So. Get it started and walk off and make coffee and do everything else. You need more than that. You get to get, take a bath and <laughs> run laundry. And, make another you know, coffee. Yeah. Go to the store, buy some meat. You know. Yeah, buy meat. <laughs> Uh, we're also getting DJ Mad Respect 5 for cloud console and PC. That's the first uh, time that's been on uh, Xbox, right? I was going to say, is that yeah. the old PSP like music yeah. franchise? That's, that's yeah. a PSP beat em in. I have, I have like the an actual import one from Korea, like the very, very first one on the PSP. Those were a like, big deal when they first came out. Are they still consistently? Are they good? They're very, very good. Yeah, that, oh. one, that one's been out on PS5 for the longest. Um, surprising that they got it. That's a big get then. Yeah. Matchpoint Tennis Championship. Yes, we're gonna uh, stream this. Cloud and console PC. Ayo, baby. Ayo. Stream this uh, as Cesar plays adults only tennis on his uh, hot tub stream. Yes. Uh, well, road, I everything for OnlyFans. So. Road uh, ninety six. That's that new road trip. Um. Like an action adventure. Kind game. of like action. Yeah, yeah adventure. Like a, if I hear 96 at the end of something, it needs to be about the Atlanta Olympics and Izzy's adventures or something like that. It's going to have to be summer games themed. Well, you'll have to play was there Road. Olympic, was there a good Olympics game on Super Nintendo? <laughs> on Super Nintendo, the, no. the Atlanta ones were, were garbage, right? All the Atlanta games? I think they were trash. That sucks. We didn't really hit that. I don't think we really hit that stride until Sydney. I think it was the next one. Oh, the good one, the Sega, the Sega ones. Yeah. Dreamcast, yeah. I, so yeah, Sega may have had that license. That might not have been on anything else. Uh, and those titles come out as a recording tomorrow. Uh, and then later this month, we have Escape Academy. Uh, and that's console and PC. Escape Academy. 
Uh, then my friend Peppa Pig, cloud console and Hell PC. Yeah. Game of the year. Uh, Overwhelm on PC. Paw Patrol the movie, Adventure City Calls, cloud console and PC. Power Wash Simulator, cloud console and PC. This will be very popular. I think there'll be a lot of streams. Yeah, on this. Power Wash is actually, I've seen seen stuff with that. I can add uh, add to some hilarity there. I have many hundreds of sidewalks that need power washing. So if someone gets like really good at this and they they just want to bring that into the real world, this skill set that they develop in this game, you may come. Uh, I will let you exhibit these skills in real time, and you can try out some real pressure washing. Uh, here down here, I mean it's it's so sticking hot outside, and I, I don't so want to be much. standing standing out there for hours on end pressure washing. I have so much sidewalk; <laughs> it's ridiculous. I used to think it was hot down here, but then go to Arkansas. It's like sweating balls 24-7. So. <laughs> <laughs> Arkansas's worse? Yeah, it's 100% humid every day all the time. Oh, like, nice. I'm, I'm out there like 10 p.m. at night, and it still, still feels like I'm a, like 90 degrees humid. It's bad. I can't live out there. They're like, come up over here. I was like, hell no. Oof. No offense if they're watching. I'm sorry, but hell no. We love our fans from Arkansas. Renee might be in Arkansas right now. Um... In case you missed it, available right now, uh, there's House Flipper on Cloud Console PC. Which is currently the, the number 19 most played game on Xbox, I think, or top 15 or something like that. It's ahead of Halo Infinite, if that says anything. It's all that matters, right? Yeah. The uh, Avengers game introduces the Jane Foster Thor. Uh, Follow Guy's Robo Rabbit costume. Sure. I'm guessing these are these are all of the freaking DLC things. I know there's a Halo crossover with Fall Guys as well. But that might be a Master Chief Collection bonus and not something in Fall Guys. Uh, And we'll go ahead and jump to the leaving July 15th. We have Atomic Crops. God damn it. uh, Carry On, Children of Morta, uh, Chris, uh, Chris Tales, and... Lethal Legend Blaze. Okay. I don't think there's any huge losses in there. I think we all had high hopes for Crease Tales, but yeah. you can get that physical for like $10 everywhere, it seems like. If you'll be missing it on Game Pass. But uh, the, the good thing, you look at this list, man, it's like so much fucking variety, man. I'm like, mm-hmm. not heavy hitters like Guardians of the Galaxy or anything like that, but like you have your Yakuza games, which is heavy hitters, but then you have like... Uh, Music game, a tennis game, adventure game, simulator games, genre game, you know, Peppa Pig, yep. Paw Patrol. I mean, it's a lot. It's like at least something for everybody type situation. It's a good, yeah. it's a good month. It really is. It's a, it's a wide variety. It's something for everybody, like you said. All right, let's bring it crashing back down with lames, lames with gold. We already did that, sir. It's over. We did it last week. Let's not do it again. Oh, they're just saying that's right. They're just saying the uh, no longer 360 games. You're, you're so you're so Karen Cannon that you're going right to lanes will go. I saw Torchlight <laughs> and I was like, I'm pretty sure we all said Torchlight was the good game out of, out of this collection here. Uh, next up, a Lollipop Chainsaw remake has been announced for 2023. This comes from Chris Scolion at VideoGamesChronicle.com. I think he's written some books. That name sounds familiar. I think he wrote that Now You're Playing With Power book. I'll have to look that up. 
A remake of cult action game Lollipop Chainsaw has been announced by one of its former publishers. Yoshimi Yasuda was previously the CEO of Kadokawa Games, which published Grasshopper Manufactured Titles, Lollipop Chainsaw, and Killer's Dead in Japan. He was also executive producer on both titles. In May, it was announced that Yasuda would be leaving Kadokawa and would be establishing a new company called Dragami Games. I think we talked about that on this show. Yes. And now Yasuda has confirmed that a Lollipop Chainsaw remake is one of the company's first projects. In a statement posted on Twitter, Yasuda said, unfortunately, various factors resulted in things making it so that fans can no longer easily play Lollipop Chainsaw. I'm going to add my own edit in here and say that is the licensed soundtrack. I looked at the music, and that is probably a good reason why it is no longer playable in anything. Uh, And it has been some time since players have not been able to access the game on current consoles. We, the original development staff on Lollipop Chainsaw, think of the game as very precious to us and do not want to leave it in limbo where players who want to play it cannot. As such, we purchased the Lollipop Chainsaw intellectual property from Katakawa Games and decided to develop a remake. We've already contacted Warner Brothers, who published the game outside of Asia, about development and are being supported by them in this endeavor. So look forward to... Uh, here, here we go. He does mention the soundtrack thing, so it was deeper in here. For instance, the original game had 15 licensed songs using the soundtrack, but it is unfortunately difficult for us to implement all of them at this time. He explained, as a result, aside from a few licensed tracks, the soundtrack will consist of new music. It seems like as we look over preservation and what games are backwards compatible and what games are available as ports and things like that, music licensing has become a thorn in our sides. I can think of so many racing games where music was included that they won't allow to go forwards. Uh, Forza has been gimped in the past from from being carried forward due to some of those licensing things and and racing games more so with some of the logos and emblems and like i remember this with wave race the 64 game with the kawasaki logos and such Kawasaki. (laughs) but music is uh gta 4 i think is the biggest um hit on that it just it lost so many out of its soundtrack, and it was hard to, to continue moving those forwards. And the GTA games are also notable for their licensed soundtracks. But I looked at this. Uh, I actually watched a, a bit of a playthrough of this game. It's only like five or six hours. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's because the person was just that good at it. But first off, it looks, it looks super stylish. And the music selection was really good. There were some good tracks in there. So it'll be interesting to see what they what they come up with for this one as far as the new soundtrack editions i'm sure these are the original developers they're a whole they've got a hold of the license <laughs> that bastard what uh your brother you're getting lit up he's lighting me up for uh up on halo <laughs> to play some halo like I he doesn't know what your, i was doing he like he doesn't like, know you're doing busy. this and he's like he's still lighting me up <laughs> <laughs> i think he's been playing since like 5 30 so he's looking for some compadres uh, they say, in any case, our goal is to make it easier for gamers who want to play Lollipop Chainsaw to do so. Please look forward to the game's 2023 release. Um, Video Game Chronicle goes on to note, it was released in 2012 for 360 and PS3 and has never seen a subsequent re-release. It's not backwards compatible on Xbox and isn't listed among the streamable PS3 games on PlayStation Plus. Is this another one that did not perform well on PS3? Did we talk about that recently? Or is this one okay? Um, th- that around that time is when it was late in the PS3 life cycle, where PS3 had caught up onto 360, and I think yeah, were, people figured it out. 
I think those were they were either performing just as well or close to. But that that one was like a one of those games where that whole thought it's a Japanese game on playing on PlayStation type situation that whole mentality. Yep. I believe that's the first platform I bought it for, but I think I was doing mostly PS3 purchases at that time. Yes. What was, what was the game we were just talking about that ran uh, Orange Box? Yeah. Totally not not related. You can almost correlate that shift, Cesar, with uh, uh, PS3 rebranding, getting rid of the Spider-Man font on the box art and having like the PS3 at the top. It seems like that's when we got away from the runs like crap on PS3 era and got to be more of a an equal footing on both platforms. I mean, we had developers like, figured it out. PS3 was around so long it was rebranded three times because the final one was those blue title cards before the one they were. Before, so. They were, and we've had those ever since, right? The blue boxes. Oh, uh, the blue. No, the blue label because you had <clears throat> what you had the. I'm looking at it. You have the. I think I have one of each, but continue. Don't wait on me. Continue. Yeah, the blue label is like Guard 3 and a couple other titles. Yeah. I think one of the MLB The Shows had that blue label on it. Brant's showing us uh, Katamari, Katamari Forever with the old Spider-Man font. Then the... Like, there should be another regular. one. Yeah, what game is that, Brant? That's Injustice. Injustice. And then the uh, ones that had like the move support. No. Oh, yeah. And now the PS4 titles had the headset on them underneath there, just like that. Just like that. Just like that. Show us MLB the show 15 with the blue tag. I'm looking. I got. I don't, I don't have, see. That blue tag was very, very into the. Yeah. yeah was, like, it was, it was supposed to match the PS Vita stuff. That's why they did the blue tag. Yeah. I don't but see it was so late. my stuff that has the blue tag. Uh oh. Do I have one in my collection? If you guys don't. I have one. I just, I don't, I don't have time to sit here and. and Wait for us to look, <laughs> wait for me to look for it because it's not there wasn't play, that many of them. So yeah, play Where's Waldo with it. Uh, do y'all have any of the favoritos? Do you have any of the uh, the Hispanic favorites collection? No, I, I think have, I have a Resistance yeah. game that's a favorito. Resistance or all right, let me look at my collection real quick. I got a picture of it. Oh my so when gosh. I so when I go to the store, I'm not uh, stymied by. Do I have this or not? Think so, I have one either. While we're going on with that, today we got the announcement through a just a random drop trailer. I think this was this trailer was scheduled to come out. Is it like last week uh, via the snitch? I got the one you named, Richard. Oh, <laughs> via the snitch. Yeah, Dragon Guard Three. There I it is. Have it. Yeah. Okay. There we go, Cesar. Um, but it, who's the snitch? Some, but some for some reason uh, it got delayed <laughs> till this week. Uh, but Thor or God of War Ragnarok uh, will launch PS5 and PS4 this November the ninth. November the ninth. Remember, remember the ninth of November. <laughs> uh, they also announced two different versions: uh, a collector's edition and a. Oh, where did it go? A Jot- Jotner edition? Jotnar. Launch standard digital deluxe collectors and Jotnar editions were also announced. Jotnar? It's like a oh, Skyrim character's like Yod- name, it's right? Probably, 
the J's part silent, so it's gonna be like Yon or like a Yotnar. Uh, yeah, it's it's, or it's like, like Yotnar. I've I, I saw Yotner. the I saw the unboxing video that they did. Take this dragon's claw to Yotnar at White. <laughs> I, I love how White they put Castle a full run. <laughs> they put a full fucking uh, record LP in there, but they won't put a fucking game disc. That's crazy to me, but. It doesn't have a physical copy in that they're big all collection. Yeah, it has all it has a steel book. All right, it what do you has... get? What do you get in the badass one? Besides okay. no game disc. Uh, hold on. There's the digital deluxe. Where's the actual stuff here? Give us the Yotnar. Printed uh... voucher code. <laughs> Printed <laughs> voucher code. <Yeah. laughs> Bastards. And you know the reason why they're doing this because they don't want to have to sit there and split that up to like four different SKUs because they got a PS4 version and a PS5 version. They're like, you know what? Just make it digital. You get both versions. So, yeah. I mean, I yeah. see why they did it. But... I'm just laughing at specifically <laughs> it... <laughs> printed voucher code. And it says Steelbook case, uh, display case, no game disc included. Yeah. Like, it, it, they literally have to say that. Classic. <laughs> How much is that one? I just want to know since I'm not getting uh, a physical disc. With I don't it. know. You'll have to look it up. Uh, two inch. Um, veneer, veneer twin carvings uh, in the style of uh, Atreus's uh, wooden toy carvings uh, dwarven God, dice set and a 16 inch Milner replica so that's Thor's hammer uh, and then the collector's edition also comes with uh, a few less Things I believe. There's the vinyl record in the Jotnar. Seven inch. That's a what's that? A forty five RPM. Yeah, that sounds about forty five. That thing will be yeah. hauling ass. It's got. A, it's a single. Oh wait, you don't no, even get the full record. More, yeah, that comes with more stuff. Yeah. So that, yeah, it comes with Atreus and Kratos, like uh, cosmetic armor, uh, Darkdale blade. Handles for the Blade of Chaos. That's also cosmetic. Uh, Yggdrasil cloth map. Yep. This cloth map shows each of the nine realms within the branches and roots of Yggdrasil. Not the PS2 game Yggdrasil. Or is that a GBA game? Oh Probably my gosh. Oh it. my gosh. Okay, there we go. Freaking pop-up ads on Gamatsu here. <laughs> Hey, it's just one man. Brent, yeah. watch the ad. Support the man. Look on the ad, you son of a bitch. But you get a lot of stuff uh, if you if you want to look at the uh, the unboxing they did. Yeah, they did a they did a really cool unboxing video showing you everything. Um, did either of you find the prices? I don't even know if the prices went up on these. I don't yet, think they. To be honest, I don't think they've actually officially announced the prices yet. But uh, I would speculate they're probably expensive as shit. I'm not going for them. Brant with a good guess mm. on this one. Probably I'm not. Right. I, I can't do it anymore with special editions. <laughs> there was a time I would go for special editions. That, that time has long since passed. There was a time where I got every special edition. And Richard knows this because I was working at a certain realtor who clearanced everything for $15. And I was always special collector's editions. So Nice. This was before collecting got to be what it is now, too. This was in the day when retro games were fairly affordable and that sort of thing. But yes, you're correct, Susser. Even though you weren't at that retailer when that Elden Ring Collector's Edition came out behind you. 
Uh, unfortunately, <laughs> I had to pay money for that one. Right next to, uh, my data live uh, PS4 game is holding it up. Uh, and your Biomutant, which we're getting next-gen upgrades for. Let's go, Biomutant. <laughs> I, it's still sealed in that box. I'm like, yep, time to play it. So it's mine. <laughs> my neighbor said it sucked, and I was like, okay, probably won't open mine then. You saw, you saw the tweet they had on there? It was like a very uh, Jurassic Park. Yeah. Like it's something, life, something will find a way. Finds yeah. a way, yeah. <laughs> All right, so after much... Uh, there was some brouhaha on the internet about announcing the release date and... Criticism got directed to the God of War people, and I don't even know what was happening. Yeah, I don't know what was up with that. Yeah, they were being harassed about the lack of announcement of a release date. Like, that fucking matters above anything else. It, it, dude, it all started because that, that snitch guy, he went out there and he did a code, and it turned out to June 30th. And so, Is his name Snitch? What is the yeah. snitch guy? Yeah. His name's Snitch. His name is Snitch. On Twitter. Oh, okay. And he, doesn't, he, and he doesn't give you, like, the full answer. He gives you, like, little riddles. Like, when he did the... What was funny when... Uh, when Crisis Core Remastered was announced, he had a picture of Zach, and he had different colors showing all the consoles. And you, you can look at it and like, all right, I know it's being announced for everything, but it's somebody else. Or that it was just going to be RGB. That too, yeah. So it's like, but he wouldn't, he wouldn't clearly state what it was. So. Yeah. But like, he, he announced it was coming out, that they were making an announcement at the 30th. And then Corey came out and said, all right, it's against, you know, I was going to, there was nothing he could do. Something came higher up, and they were told to stay quiet. Because I think after that, Jason Schreier had come out and said, like, the snitch like, for whatever reason, they, they changed the announcement. They're not going to announce anything that day. And everybody started hitting up everybody that was in that development team, like Alana Pierce, everybody. And was just, like, doing, like, the worst hate speeches. There was some people sending dick pics to some of the girls on the development team. It was bad. It got really out of hand so fast. And, you know, Corey Bar- Barlock had to come out there. It's like, please don't send dick pics to, like, people on the team. That's so disrespectful. Because they were upset about uh not getting the announcement. It, it got really bad. Like it got very, it did very not. Cool. This fandom did not get an announcement of a release date. Yeah, because we're the best community most of the time, and then as times like this, we are the worst community. Unfortunately, the the worst of most communities are they tend to be the loudest and most most vocal. It's a shame they'll come out of the word woodwork to uh to swarm, and those people are going to be like three years into a pan- pandemic developing this game when it comes out. <laughs> With all the challenges that come with remote collaboration and teamwork and things like that, like I, I do recognize a lot of work can be done remotely, but I'm I'm not sure how game development and collaboration and sharing assets and engine work and things like that. I'm not sure how that works when you're not together. So, but it, regardless, this is absolutely ridiculous for people to come out and do this kind of stuff. This this is why I miss printed magazines and no internet, man. You just get release dates when you get them. Yep. Yeah. You get your screenshots when you get them. Yeah. And people can go crazy and talk amongst themselves on the playground about the the quarter man rumors and however EGM wants to mislead you. And then get pissed when a uh, game fan starts uh, reviewing uh, import games that we're that saying we're going to get and we never get. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the good old days. Or that or uh, what was it? Some of those uh, ads were – I forgot what, what it was. There were some ads on there where – Remember those guys would just sell um, import games from Japan, and they would just list the prices on there. Like, buy this popular Sailor Moon game on Super Nintendo, one hundred eighteen dollars. Yeah. Call this one eight hundred number, and we'll order it for you and ship it to you. I do remember those game, those days. Yeah. Even uh, Cesar back in like the DS days when we were able to go to Fry's Electronics and they had an import selection of PSP and DS stuff, and I was like, oh god. And neither one of those consoles was region locked. It's like we finally broke through the region lock days. Mm-hmm. 
Those are the good days. All right, uh, Valkyrie Elysium, the new Valkyrie. I'm not gonna say it's a Valkyrie profile game, but it's in the Valkyrie series, right? Uh, yeah. It launches. It launches yeah. on National Coffee Day, which is September 29th. Uh, another important day for myself, a 10th anniversary of a certain thing. Mm. It comes out on PlayStation 5 and PlayStation 4, November 11th for PC. You also get, if you get the digital deluxe edition, you will get a copy of Valkyrie Profile Lineth. If uh, that is on PlayStation, of course. Um, that version is $74.99 and includes the Valkyrie equipment. Svartyar, Sword of the Goddess of the Underworld. <laughs> We're in all these Norse mythology yeah. <laughs> words. Uh, and PS5 and PS4 versions of Valkyrie Profile Lineth, which will also be available separately. Um, it will also feature the rewind, quick save, and visual presets. Sounds like it's going to be a PS1 classic. Slash it's it's going to be yeah, one of those yeah. PSP. Yeah. This is dropped in the Sony emulator. It's just... Yeah. They're Drag and drop. Sold. That's all you got to do, right, Cesar? Yeah. Give They'll us lemmings, you cowards. Uh... Huh? Give us lemmings. Lemmings? I mean, fucking Sony owns a license. I don't know why they're sitting on yeah. it. So. I drowned out Brant with my, oh my nonsense. Go ahead, Brant. Lemmings. I mean, it was out of nowhere. Lemmings. But no, just they're probably striking up with whatever uh, deal with uh, to square to. Uh, mm, I don't know. What do you think? Timed exclusivity with this? This title? Both of them? I, well, I yeah. don't know if that I don't I don't know if that emulator is going to see the light of day outside of a Sony console because yeah. Konami games still have not. I don't know if they true. I don't know if they get the support to Lenith or not. I agree. I, I, I see them coming to PC at some point. Yeah, down the road because Sony and PC, I, I can see that happening, but I don't. I don't see that unless they rebuild those games or they work out a deal with Sony. I don't see those hitting any other consoles. So they can't be worried about people like reverse engineering that that backwards compatibility engine or whatever for PC. Cause those games are all playable anywhere. Yeah. It's not, again, this is not rocket science as far as getting to be able to play these games. It's getting to be able to play these games officially and to yeah. support them with, uh, supported storefronts and supported wallet avenues. There are people that are standing there with their money saying, Hey, I will give you this money. I want access. And they just buy that thing over there. And then you can buy this. Yeah. Uh, including me with uh, two copies of Valkyrie Profile on PS1 and Valkyrie Profile Lineth on PSP. Mm-hmm. What well, what was interesting is we got I'll, that. I will get it. First, um, the information on uh, Valkyrie Elysium started going, like the the page went up for it, and then not too long after that, the release date got out for it, and then it was about that time that I was like, mm, I really need to to get in because I've always something about that art style and then hearing about like the combo systems with the, with the characters in that game and everything. I've always been interested in it, but never yeah. played it. Uh, and I've got both one and two PS one and PS two respectively sitting over here. I did um, not get, I never got very far into it, but the like serious tone and the scope and scale of what you were doing and the music, like the music is really, really good. That battle system was very original for the time. I think there's been some other um, like retro RPG revivals that have kind of aped that uh, each character is a button on the four, you know, that mm-hmm. four sided X. Yeah, I mean, cross the, square, all that stuff. 
I beat it. I got one in the innings. I've only beaten it once. It's like Star Ocean. I've only beaten it once. I got one in the innings. There's 80 innings in Star Ocean. Second story, and I, I only beat, I got one of them. I was like, no, nah, I'm good. Good grief. Um, in this day and age, don't you, wouldn't you just watch the other ones? Wouldn't you pull those up on YouTube or something, or would you play through again? Even watching 80 this? innings is tedious, and it's like even <laughs> even then it was Oh, you said tedious. 80. Yeah. 80 endings, yeah. Oh, I think I, I think Valkyrie profile was like eight. It, yeah, it's, it's okay. seven or eight, eight something story. like that. It's Star Ocean Second Story had eighty endings, yeah, because oh there was God. like twelve different members in your team, and there's different combinations. You beat the game, you got an ending depending on which combination you got. But Jesus, uh, if you like that gameplay style, they they did tries to go back and make exist uh, exist mm. archive, uh, which is has that same style on PS4 on in Vita. Um. But uh, yeah, because we got this, and then what was it, like uh, like a couple hours later, they announced that the the Deal Field Chronicle was coming out the twenty second a week before. Mm-hmm. Like Square Enix is fucking like plugging away in September. Like there's like a big game combo coming out every week from Square Enix. So what was that Deal Field? Because I think I saw something about the physical release of that. Yeah, Deal Field. Yeah, that's the one that's coming on everything. This is. But yeah, I was thinking of which version to uh, actually play, whether I should go with the uh, the PS1 version or try and find uh, or play a version of uh, Lenith. But then Lenith got that kind of shadow announcement as well. So that made it a lot easier. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I was getting blown up here. Uh, last but not least in the news. I think it's the last story. Yeah, I saw this too. This is pretty cool. But it's not the last story. It's the last news story. Uh, this comes from VideoGamesChronicle.com and Chris Scullion once again. A Twitch streamer has turned archivist has managed to successfully upload digital scans of the manuals for every English language Super Nintendo game. The user who goes by the name Peebs Online has spent the last eight years playing through every... Oh, God. He's played every single one. Playing through every su- Super Nintendo game on Twitch. Um, however, while playing, they noted there wasn't a resource online that provi- provided a full archive of manuals. Over a number of years, Peebs has now completed their own archive and made it available online for anyone to access. That is amazing. Uh, the total list of manuals now sounds stands at 844, and while it isn't, quote, complete in the strictest sense of the word, because it doesn't contain PAL and NTSC version manuals, it now at least represents every game with an English language release. That is amazing. A lot of work. Uh, it, yes. In the day and age, and I have very few, I have many Super Nintendo games, I have very few complete Super Nintendo games. For some reason, I guess people just decided to throw out the cardboard box and the manual with every game they got. It's still mind-blowing to me that it happens. But uh, they have archived this, and it is available uh, for you to go check out for any of those games. And this is back in the day when you would get lore in the manual. You would get instructions on how to do certain moves that you might not have known. Um, You had cool artwork, like the Link to the Past, I think of, has great artwork in it with all these animations of the moves that Link can pull off. And there's just so much extra in, you know, this was... This was the days before we had uh, movie introductions and FMVs and long story pieces. You know, story had in during this generation, I would say, really became part of the paramount part of gaming. We had Chrono Trigger and Final Fantasy VI and even Super Metroid in its way with storytelling. You know, it wasn't 
upfront with its storytelling, but we started to notice in this generation that that was going to be, and you saw what happened in the PlayStation 64. You saw what happened in that generation. They just, they took on a whole nother depth. And uh, so you would get a lot of that backstory in these manuals, like street fighter characters. And uh, you could read, I, I remember this is a little bit later, but like the PS one, when I first got final fantasy seven, I was pouring through that manual and uh, all the characters had bios. So you could read like their birthday and their blood type and, and all kind of random stuff in there for those, those final fantasy seven characters. But it was a really cool note, I believe. And they, they did a lot of work. I mean, I saw, yeah. I saw somebody just, have like a little clip and they were going through some of this <laughs> those scans are unbelievably clean uh and the way you can go through them almost does kind of like that uh ebook thing where it has like the uh the page turning effect even on every time you like turn the page in the manual and but everything looks they got some good scans high quality scans of those manuals Yeah, they did. It's good stuff. Quite Is that it for news? Yep. Still getting lit up. Getting distracted. Try not to be distracted. <laughs> Somebody sent me a TV. That's the problem. Don't oh. send me CRTs. Don't send me CRTs. I think I can resist one. this one. It only has composite or uh, RF input even at that. Uh, you going to go into games played? Sure. I guess I'm starting us off. I feel like we just did this, so it's a bit of a stretch. Uh, I have played some more Grand Theft Auto V. That is my new... I don't really want to dive into anything. I just want to play a mission or two and kind of duck back out of it. So I believe when I fired it up, I was Michael. And I switched over to Franklin. And he didn't have any, like, story missions that I could see directly. I'm still... It's still hard to find the map on that game. I don't know why it's so difficult for me. But there's so many things going on. You can answer your cell phone. You can switch characters. You can, um, like the map, it's, for some reason, it's just not intuitive. Like, here's where you need to go, right? And maybe that's just a sign of we've played so many games since uh, that game came out where they maybe hold your hand a little bit more. But I left Michael and switched back over to Franklin. And he had a couple of the um, the, to- the the tow truck missions. So I did two of those because right across from his house is his crazy cousin's girlfriend or whatever she is, where she's hitting on him the whole time and saying that Lamar is the greatest thing since sliced bread. But he's I'm out here running his tow truck. I think I talked about this on the podcast before. It's like, what is this guy doing? He's so great and he's such a breadwinner for your family. And I'm driving. I'm picking up vehicles. and I'm getting money for you. Uh, But it's it's just part of the craziness of that of that storyline. And he. Like, as I think about Franklin, like, as I met Franklin, he was trying to be legit, and he was working for the shady uh, repo man, and now he's hooked up with Michael. Michael's got him doing crazy shit. This guy is not getting right. His whole goal was to get right in his life, and he cannot he cannot get there so far. I hope I hope this game is a, just like a total redemption arc for Franklin. Uh, played some more Halo, probably two days worth since our last recording. Um, I think I had said I maxed out at level 100, so... It's really just been a good time joining whatever somebody needs to do. Like whoever I'm in a party with, uh, what do you guys need to level up? Let's let's grind for that and push for that. I'm, I'm down with pretty much any of the modes. Um, had some bullshit rounds today, man. We had a a team slayer 
where they beat us. Is that one to 50 or 100 on the 4v4? Is that to 50? Yeah, halfway to I'm victory, say 25. Yeah, 50. Uh, I'm pretty sure we got beat 50 to 17. They ran us like I have yeah. never been run in Halo before. Uh, to the point where friend of the show, Russell and I were like, there was somebody that was like 12 and 0 or 13 and 0. The whole goal from then on out, we knew we were losing was to kill this one person because they were, it was like this combination of like jumping, sliding, and they were shooting you before you could even see them. It was just this crazy maneuver. And I'm like, how do you even pull this off? How do you, what do you, how are you holding the controller to be able to run, jump, slide, jump, shotgun, slide, jump? Like, how are you even uh, I had a friend in high school. Well, he's actually the guy that designed our uh, intro and outro song. He would play Mega Man X on Super Nintendo with like a, a hook thumb on the top of the, like the XY buttons on the Super Nintendo controller. So I'm I'm thinking with how are these guys controlling this and making this work? But they ran our asses. And then uh, we played some land grab after that. I, I don't know if you guys have logged on since it switched over today. Was it today or mm. yesterday? But land grab is back to being the featured mode. Ooh, so hell yeah, played a uh, played two of those with Russell and them. That's right. This podcast lost one, won the other one. Before okay, you ended you ended on the W. Yeah, because they were yeah they pinged me because I guess they were I don't know how true it was they said they were losing like the last. <laughs> it all started as like a, I was like they lost a whole bunch of them. It was it was it was Russell, Patrick, and maybe Jordan. Somebody named Jason, friend of the show, Jason. Maybe Jason. Maybe Jason. Jason. Friend of the show, maybe Jason. Uh, maybe Jason. Jason. And Jason. I think uh, Russell had said, uh, he's like, he's like, I don't know, maybe we suck. Because they were like, I think he said when he played with you, you guys were like 12 and 2 or something like that in land grab. And then when Patrick joined him, it was they were like 0 and 20 or something like that. <laughs> so he's thinking it was Patrick. But I I had only lost one, one one. So I mean, I, we lost the first one, and then I won the last one, and then I dropped off. So I'm telling you, man, midweek. So we tend to play on lunch breaks on certain days through the week, and it's competitive. It's it's good. The five like five thirty and later weeknights through the week, Halo is brutal. It seems like it's like we're in a pool of Halo gods. I don't know what happens, but I think that sounds like what they ran into. Cesar, before you got on there and straightened them out. I'm not going to say that because we <laughs> lost the first one. But I don't know what they were doing because it's like we just follow the, you know, the, the original thing we always do is, you know, we try to get two out of the, the three. Yeah. Just it was chaos two. with them because I was just like, I'm going to B and then I'll follow somebody else. I mean, there's four of us. I mean, there's an easy to be two people in two zones. That's it. Yeah. I don't know what's happened before then. So. But I, I also think, and, and I, I feel like I confirmed that this past week, it is faster when you have multiple people there, like you've said. Oh, yeah. When yeah. you get more people on the space, it does feel faster. But I think part of it is because they only had like a three out of four teams from what they were saying. So it helps to have a complete team of four. So. Or at least everybody in the same chat. Because, you know, whenever yeah. everybody else joins, they're in their party chat. So whoever that, whoever's outside that party chat is iced out. So Yeah, that's true. They don't know your plan or, you know, all you can do is ping stuff, I guess. Mm-hmm. Which God bless Apex for bringing us that pinging system. That was like a huge... We're going to look back. I, we look back now, but we're going to look back several years from now. That's going to be in every shooter. It's it's just a, such a huge thing being able to mark stuff and things like that. It's it's a game changer. Uh, That is it. Those are my games played. GTA 5 and Halo Infinite. 
I downloaded the Live Alive demo. I, I pushed that to my Live Switch, Live. so yeah, I might give that a shot. So sorry, you were raving about it, so. It's good, man. It's it's this. Uh, I think uh, what was it? Uh, Rebecca from IGN. She had said it's one of those. It's like uh, it's a weird RPG, man. It's like a bunch of short stories. It's those vignettes that those yeah. type of games you like. So which I enjoyed with uh like Dragon Quest Seven. I didn't get very far in it, but those stories were those self-contained stories were a lot of fun to go through. Or um, uh, we didn't put it in news, but What Remains of Edith Finch has been ESRB rated for native Xbox and PS5 versions. And Brent, have you played that? No. I remember oh. y'all talking about it. We did it as a game club game. That's it's probably if it's a physical copy, I'll 100% buy it. But I'll probably day one that digital and play through it again on next gen just to just experience that again. You played Journey, didn't you? Yeah. It's not. I'm not gonna say it's like Journey, but it's that same self self contained story that you could just take in in like two hour two and a half hours, and it's 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 worth your time. Alright. Um, mine will be quick. I already talked about Halo Infinite. Um, outside of that, I finished Shadow Warrior after we did the podcast Sunday. Yes! Um, yeah. <laughs> Before did the final level. That. I think I was done at like 11.30. I should have waited until midnight to see what happens if it's just like, oh, this <laughs> needs an update and it just kicked Kicks me out. out. I was curious. <laughs> but I, I didn't think about it, so I beat it. And, Can and you go back into it now? If you tried now, could you get in there? It tells me it's... it's whatever. <laughs> you know how like you have those PS Plus that has like on the PS3 has like that clock like you have until this time? Yeah. And it's locked after that 1969 it, so yeah 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 sure the unix date um but i didn't go it's back I, I just uninstalled it afterwards so i beat it i'm done with it i'll probably never play it again um that is it for me on games played since the last two days i'm not gonna sit here and talk about the 50 episodes of one piece i saw within the last two days but uh that's what it, most of the time i've been doing just walking around running on a treadmill watching one piece so i'm gonna piggyback on uh Cesar's tv note um after our Turtles Mania, when we played Shredder's Revenge, which I definitely want to get back to and finish up, I ordered the complete DVD set of, it comes in a big thick binder, of uh, the original Turtles run. What was it, like 89 to 96 or something like that? And uh, I've had it off to the side on my CRT. I'm playing it on the PS2, and my kids are totally into that show. They're 100% digging it. And they're learning like all uh, <laughs> kids of our generation, they're learning to run a DVD player off of the ps2 controller like that's how they run the ps2 menu uh they're trying to load episodes i'm like no hit down on the d-pad they're hitting the yeah. stick i'm like no hit the d-pad and then hit x and that'll play your episode and you can you can fire up some turtles and it plays god bless that dvd it plays the damn intro every single episode and not like you know these days on netflix you'll see hit that to skip the intro or something like that it plays that shit every time you get the full intro I'm like, yes and there's they're like dancing to it and singing the song and i'm like validated it makes it worth after that right it's awesome man and they're they're totally digging it and i glance over in the animation well the animation was kind of suspect to start with but it those those characters they're timeless they still are timeless but that's that's what got me hooked on turtles and i'm I'm glad they can experience it too the way it's me- meant to be seen dvd on a on a cathode ray tube <laughs> tv is the way to go our brand finish it take us home Bring us home. Um, mine's going to be extremely quick because I did not play a damn thing. Uh, instead, I will talk about some uh, – I'll do a little show and tell real quick uh, of some stuff I got over the past couple weeks. And I meant okay. to I meant to at least mention these last two um, last week, and I just forgot. Uh, did get, get the uh, Capcom Fighting Collection. 
Yes. So, bunch of new uh, fighting titles. It's pretty cool because you can go in. They've got uh, the galleries and everything. You can actually switch between the different versions of each game. Mm -hmm. Uh, Whether it's uh, Japanese or English. And a couple of these games, of course, we haven't. They were never never localized. Is what it what it seemed like because there was only the Japanese version of the game. I'm guessing it had has English subtitles. But I know there was a couple things where I'd switch over and everything would would switch, but like two games, I think it was. Interesting. I played. I didn't mention it, but I played one round of this as well. I fired up one of the the Darkstalkers game that's on there. One of them. Uh, I also good, good uh, scanline filter options on here too. Oh yeah. Yeah. Long gone are the days where these suck, and me and Cesar were like, "Why would anybody play with these?" Yeah. Uh, no more Jim Ryan for me and Richard. We're the, we're the Jim Ryan of skate lines. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm probably going to have to crack this one open and, and play a little bit of it um, very, very soon. I've got the uh, House of the Dead Limited Edition for, for Switch. Oh, I see what they did there. It's got a little lenticular in there. Stream the it, zombie Brent. coming out at you. Is it co-op? Uh, yes. Uh, but it is, of course, only like local co-op. Couch co-op. I bitched about the lack of couch co-op until we're no longer able to couch co-op, and then I wish there was more <laughs> online co-op. I know you got really excited over that Battletoads remake, and then mm-hmm. you were like, oh, we could do that, we could stream it, we could do this, and I was like, hey, no, that's uh, it's couch co-op only. Yeah, that killed it, which is surprising. Dream's dead, only the dream. Um, These last two are... Oh, what'd you get that? I'm sorry, Brent. What'd you get that Capcom fighting collection on? Did you get on both? Uh, I got it on Switch. I may actually also get it on PS4 or Xbox later. Okay. Uh, these last two are some manuals for, for games. Uh, this are one... They, are they one of the 844? Uh, this one oh. is Heart Gold Sold Silver Strategy uh, Guide, sir. That is not a manual, that is a strategy guide. Yeah, strategy guide. I bet that was expensive. Uh, Honestly, no. Um, And it's it's actually in very pristine condition. Even has, uh, up in the corner, it says, Volume 1 mini poster inside. And it has the little mini poster. It hadn't even been torn off of its perforation. It's, It's in exactly just beautiful condition. I got this from surprisingly I was on Amazon mm-hmm. and that got recommended and I was like, Oh, okay. And I just p- pulled it up to look at it. And I'm like, I bet this thing's expensive as hell. Um, I'm trying to remember exactly where it came from it somewhere. Uh, it was a third party. It wasn't exactly Amazon somewhere, somewhere from Louisiana. And it was friends of the whatever County library. I'm guessing this was something that they got donated because it is not a book right. that was in the library. It, it wasn't circulated and checked no, out. It does not have a card uh, nor stamped in it. It is. I mean, it's got like a few wrinkles on the on the back. Maybe some sort of backstock. But I'm I don't know. But do our libraries in, have video games? Have you guys ever encountered that? No. I know some public libraries have video games. I've never looked, honestly. That'd be something to do. 
I've but bought they, CDs, like music CDs that have library tags on them. But they were they were selling this uh, all proceeds benefit that local library. I was like, okay, yeah, sure, whatever. Sure. It was fully shipped and everything, seventeen bucks. Wow, and that's great. You, you look online, and for for this quality, for good or very good quality, is yeah, Pokemon guides hold their value for seventy, eighty, ninety bucks. Uh, that was a and great find. The last one, of course, real quick. Oh yeah, that came of in. Dragoon, uh, that came in at guide. last. I was trying. To, I was going to loan you my copy. <laughs> uh, the Prima's official strategy guide. This was almost ninety, um, but is is it's in extremely, extremely good condition. Um, I've been looking at a few of these for a while, uh, and it's always. It's hard to find when you start looking at strategy guides. It's hard to find them in decent condition. Uh, or if they are in decent condition, it's hard to find them at a reasonable price. Because um, I, I know Richard has a bunch of strategy guides. I don't know if you have too many Cesar or if you ever really got into it. Nah. I, strategy guides, if it's a, if it's a, rather lengthy game um or just something that you know i like i've got i think i still have i've got my original like pokemon silver and gold version up there that actually kind of mirrors this it's it's not as freaking girthy as this guide is though yeah i miss the golden age of strategy guys i think for for me i'm the opposite of you guys my books is most i'm Mostly digital books versus I am anything yeah. else. So. Oh, except for all that uh, manga behind you. Those are all <laughs> and white novels. Those are anime Blu-rays, all of them. Lies, uh, sir, lies. I have no, I have no books in this room. Dang. Not whatsoever. I have thousands of books on this device. Yeah. Nice. Uh, that's where your library is at. I got a hundred volumes of One Piece on there, all in Japanese. So that's where I get my Japanese stuff. So. But I may have ordered another guide of a game that I just may have mentioned earlier in the show. But just like Richard was saying with the manual um, of those games, there's so much like concept art and stuff yeah. in these manuals, character art, um, detailed art of like the assets, the weapons, and the material materials. The you know a lot of times the RPGs they'll have these beautiful and detailed world maps great yeah um that to me i mean i'm not going to go out of my way to collect a bunch of strategy guides for a bunch of different things but if it's if it's particular games that <laughs> i really really like uh Feel or, cold hold, out. Yeah. or hold some meaning to me i'm definitely going to do that so uh i probably don't need that strategy guide for tiger woods 2007 on my shelf but <laughs> it, it needed a home brand it needed somewhere to go hey if that's Brent, your you, thing that's your thing man you've seen my surplus guides right was there anything in there that no i don't think e- i have for either one of you guys i do not think i have seen your surplus guides i've got a rampant amount of surplus guides i will uh, have to look at those eventually the previously mentioned retailer used to penny out guides on the regular and i would scoop up guides for the two of us since Cesar would not retrieve guides from the retailer. I can't. I'll get fired from the said retailer. 
And my retailer would also do the same. We would load up. It was a huge red flag. They were like, all right, who's buying all these penny guides? And if my name was tied to it, I would have been gone. (laughs) (laughs) I got more money sending it back to the publisher than selling for a penny. So So crazy to me. Because they were pure profit when they came, when they sold them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that said retailer would, I mean, even with a said employee discount, all guys were 50% off, so. That's how marked up because those guides were. So, bring guides back, man. I, th- I think I supported all the recent ones that came out. I've got the Horizon uh, Zero Dawn guide. I've got the uh, Red Dead Redemption Two guide. Just some of the recent ones that uh, Last of Us Two. I think had one. The most recent one I have, I've got a huge, huge guide for Breath of the Wild. Yep, that one had a huge one. It's All it's nice though. and everything. Yeah, yeah, those those were good. And ones. that's that's a hard cover too. So, yep. is that it for us, gentlemen? That's it. Yep. Sweet hour and ten minutes. We got thirty minutes we can kill to get to our magic. Remember, every episode used to be an hour <laughs> and forty minutes. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us this week, and we will catch you next week. Bye. See you. Adios. <laughs>